to down your unders. Down your unders. Review and dissection of content from some of the sharpest minds in the game. Hosted by Adam Camilleri. Art of War. Down Under. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode 45, I think. I think I've got this listed as 46 in the books, but this is 40, episode 45 of the <laughs> Art of War Done Under podcast. My name, as always, is Adam Camilleri, and I'm joined by a man who should be no stranger to you if you've been following the preceding episodes for the last couple of months, Mr. Rickard Nilsson. How are you doing, yes. brother? Doing very well. Thank you for having me on again, for getting, giving me the confidence to come back here and rant about AdMech again. <laughs> well, this is your round three, so you're up there with the illustrious uh, Soli and Marigold levels of inclusion on the. Uh, maybe maybe Lennon's been on three now as well. Can't remember. But uh, yeah, welcome back. And of course, you Thank are you. one of my go-to gentlemen when it comes to AdMech. For those who don't know, Ricard, he's the uh, proprietor, I guess, and the uh, somewhat admin of the competitive AdMech group on Facebook. Yep. Correct. Uh, Ever-growing yeah. community. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> exploding now. But on top of that, he's a very accomplished uh, man, something of a faction master when it comes to the AdMech, in addition to being a current member of the Swedish uh, WCC team. So rated yeah. as one of the top players in Sweden. That's true. That's true. Pretty, ex- pretty exciting, mate. If people want to get in touch and jump into that Facebook page, where can they find it? Yeah, just uh, look up competitive pure Adeptus Mechanicus on Facebook and send us a request and we'll grant it. Oh, Provided you can uh, Are you gonna break- list your favorite AdMech unit. <laughs> I think that's... Are you going to break it down and have like competitive Kitari, competitive cult mechanics soon? Competitive no, we- pure Kitari. <laughs> exactly. No, we used to have uh, an, an allies group as well, but I don't know. It's I don't know if it's active anymore. So we might just rename it to competitive. Comparative Adeptus Mechanicus, really. We'll see. <laughs> very fair. Very fair. Anyway, tell you guys a little bit about Art of War Down Under. If you do not know, this is a two-part podcast. First part of this going up for general consumption at 7, I, was, I think it's 5 a.m. or 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the States on a Tuesday morning. Um, lovingly, you can find um, Art of War Unbroken, being the brand new podcast from the Competitive 40K Network, coming out Mondays at the same time. Mm, and then Thursdays for the oh, – so that's a brand-new podcast being done by oh. Blake Law. So that one is um, talking to the runner-ups from competitive events. So instead of talking to the winners, they talk to the person who lost on the top table who came very close to winning, talking about what went wrong, what went right, how they get that far and uh. fall short, the disappointments – which I think is really cool <laughs> to focus on, how to bounce back from coming so close. Um, so really cool podcast. And then on yeah. Thursdays um, at that same time, the flagship Art of War um, podcast, you know, being the, um, the staple Nick Nardavati and John Damaris podcast, which is now actually not just Nick Nardavati and John Damaris, it's any Art of War coaches um, going up on that one. So it's a much more diverse podcast now, but you can enjoy all that stuff on the Competitive 40K Network, which run all aggregators with the exception of iTunes, which is very frustrating. It's taking them so long. But if you want to get the other half of this, you can find it over on the um, theartofwar40k.com. You can purchase the second part of this podcast. In addition to getting our podcast and the Art of War one, part one and part two, uh, for one lump sum, we're working on a brand new bundle for all three, and then another bundle for all three plus the War Room. So jump in and support us wherever you deem fit. Rickard, Mm-hmm. Or you're joining us halfway through the piece. Well, maybe a third of the way through this AdMech Codex. Give us your <laughs> first impressions. How do you feel about it? Are you How excited are you for it? And uh, where do you think it sits in the lexicon of AdMech Codexes so far? 
Well, it's the new reality we need to just uh, adapt to. <laughs> so it's a lot of sure. data to just ingest and, uh, and let it like land uh, within your binary brain, really, <laughs> so, you, so you can try to uh, try to get the most out of it. So I think it's really, I always like when a new co codex comes around or a new supplement mm. to just see, yeah, okay, can we build this? How do we I use this unit for the best? And mm. then, uh, I mean, that's my idea to just try to have time to do that and write some some just tactical articles, real brief ones, just on, on the Facebook page, because that creates a really, really a lot of good discussions. And people come with their input. Yeah. And like, did you think of that? But no, I didn't. Oh, cool. And then I can use it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Um, I'm involved in some of the Dark Angels ones of a similar mm -hmm. when they came out. But uh, jumping in, we're going to be starting this review as this is part two of the AdMech review. Please uh, go tune into part one if you haven't listened to that one. That was with Mr. Richard Sleeker last week. And we got up to uh, the Holy Orders. We finished those up. We're going to be starting this one from page 66 for those following along at home. Um, and this is the Warlord Traits. Uh, so the Warlord Traits have been broken down into two sections, haven't they, mate? There's the, the Tech Priest Warlord Traits and the Skotari Warlord Traits, yeah? Yep, absolutely. And the Tech Priest Warlord Traits is mainly focused around the Cult Mechanicus core units, which mm -hmm. currently is only Electro Priests, really, and occasional Castellan robots. And yeah, the very <laughs> interesting, that, isn't it? It's quite, yeah. there's so many Cult Mechanicus core, and then there's just not that much in there. You almost wonder if they forgot to add them in for the Breaches yeah. and the Destroyers. When we get perhaps to it, it became well, too good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, perhaps that was just a, th a tipping point because it's it's obvious that they that uh, the emission there is is pretty stuck, yeah. especially when we get to the data sheets and start talking about those. But mate, do you want to tell us about this first wallet trait? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's called emotionless clarity. In your command phase, select one friendly Forge World Cult Mechanicus core unit within six of this Warlord. Until the start of your next command phase, that unit is eligible to charge in a turn in which it fell back. So yeah. Quite interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, quite cool. interesting. Fallback and charge. I mean, can be really, really great if you have mm. like. Uh, but I mean, our characters are not really like they don't really want to be that far out with your fulgurites yeah. swinging for defenses. But mm. if you uh, use it defensively, I guess it could be good. But I mean, fallback and charge is mostly an like offensive good tool. Yeah. Well, the only time I think I'd be looking at it was if you had a data smith running around with some Castellan robots, mm. like maybe. Um, but yeah, it's not setting me on fire. Um, all right, up next is no, Masterwork Bionics. Sorry, go. Yeah, and there's there's another ability just that you already covered in the in the uh, special holy orders, where which allows you to both shoot and fall back for a core unit. Yeah. So yeah, nah, I don't know. Fair enough. Uh, up next is Masterwork Bionics. This Warlord has a 4-plus Invulnerable save. Each time an attack is allocated to this Warlord, subtract 1 from the damage characteristic. I don't mind that. That's two relevant buffs for one single Warlord trait. Yeah, it's calls uh, natural as well. And uh, since he's a bit of a beast, then this, of course, makes him a lot better. <laughs> yeah, minus 1 damage is, is nothing to worry about. But I feel like this that's not what you want Admech characters to do. Like nope. you want them to be giving giving out a buff. They're all you want, you want as many buff giving options on this guys. So what's the next one? First hand field testing. When you select this warlord trait, select one weapon this warlord is equipped with, excluding relics, add one to the strength and damage characteristics of this weapon. That's um, not crazy. 
I mean, so the I think what the best best kind of weapon we've got that is the the magna rail on the manipulus. But even then, like it's not crazy, is it? Yeah, it's strength eight, uh, damage four. So, but only one shot. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. But right. I, I, yeah, I actually consider that uh, combo specifically because if you're gonna build, for example, a defense cohort, um, which is one from the Book of Rust, you're really limited mm -hmm. in what you can take. And in that That's case, true. there really aren't that many. Like, if you just want to spam cataphrons. Not that many good warlord traits are actually gonna give them mm. something. So this, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but no, Fair probably enough. not. All right, uh, necro mechanic is next. Each time this warlord uses the master of machines ability, the model being repaired regains three lost wounds instead of d three. Um, so that one's is that was that a random the technomancer or there was a relic or something that lets you do this in the past? Yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. Or two, like one that allowed you to reroll and one that gave you plus one. But those are yeah. all gone and you can't target the same unit twice. There's no stratagem for it. You can target two different yep. units twice, so it might be good in that case, but that's really situational to have two units that are damaged that need to heal exactly three wounds. Yeah. So I wouldn't take it. Me either. All right, up next to Jaws. Uh, cartogrammatist. Uh, when you select this warlord trait, select one friendly forge roll, cult mechanicus core unit from your army. So um, corpus cari, fulgurites, or uh, not <laughs> robots, because when you select this, they don't have core yet. So they can't do yeah. that. So it's only yeah. fulgurites or corpus cari. The unit gains the following ability, and it's basically just a normal deep strike. Yeah, so it's pick something that doesn't have deep strike, give it deep strike. Look. Mm. Not crazy. You can just be taking Lucius and getting this on demand as well. Yeah, right? the combo here is Risa uh, because they oh, yeah. don't have access to Deep Strike, and since you get True. plus one to charge, and uh, you could have a Canticle to roll two, three d six, pick the two highest. I think so. If you're a base charge, like a nine inch charge, I think is around twenty eight percent or something, which is bad. Mm -hmm. But with yes. Risa, you come up to I think around sixty eight when I did the math the other day. So it's, it's okay, Ooh, and bad. with the reroll, yeah. it's with good. I mean, it's not three. Mm. It's not a three D six charge. That's that's even higher, seventy five or something, I think. But so sixty eight. So it's it's okay, but not not really super great either. So that's the combo, I think. Yeah, but with the reroll, I mean, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Agreed. Last one. Yeah, with the real 66 is really good, actually. Um, all right, last one is super <clears throat> supervisory radiance. At the start of the fight phase, select one friendly forge wheel cop mechanicus coordinate within nine of this warlord. Till the start of the next fight phase, each time a model in that unit makes an attack, so you can re-roll the hit roll. So mm. it's only fight phase re-rolls, but that's yeah. still pretty. It's still not bad, is it? No, absolutely. I mean, this one and the cartogrammatist, I think those are the two, two best, best yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah I was about to say this. This seems to be the best of the bunch, especially on the fulgurites as well. You can just yeah, start and the robots. So much more. And the robots. I mean, hitting mm. on hitting on force and now getting extra attacks with their fists uh, and having guns at the same time. So uh, adding in some close combat rerolls is going to be really tasty. Yeah, um, Siegler was saying that the he thinks the best use of the the robots now is one gun, one fist, and then the shoulder mm. gun, absolutely. not the shoulder flamer. I mean, just yeah, adding I one fist just un unlocks. A whole whole new potential levels on in close mm. combat. So definitely agreed. But yeah, I think we're we're in agreement. Number five, number six, cardiogrammatist, uh, a grammar grammar mist or whatever, and uh, <laughs> supervisory radiance are our two standouts there. And uh, yeah, call is locked to the uh, the one that just buffs his defense, which is kind of a bit lame because he mm. could have you could make a case for all of these adding a little bit more to him. With yeah. the exception of that, he's already hard to kill. Like he's already very hard to kill. For sure. <laughs> All right, mate, tell, take us away with the Skitari Warlord traits. All right, so the Skitari Warlord traits in general have an ability that allows you to target the unit within nine or any uh, a, any unit on the battlefield, provided that they have the data tether. 
uh, keyboard. Mm -hmm. So the data tether is something you can buy for Skitari and Vanguard. It's something that all Dragoons and Ballistari already have. Yeah. And it also needs to be core data tether. So you can't use it on, for example, your airplanes or your dune crawlers mm. or your disintegrators so it's really just imagine these like sort of like com com abilities that the imperial guard or astro militarum has that allows yeah. your your troops to do sort of like orders you could say special things <laughs> yeah so the they're, they're really yeah, go ahead take it away now you go okay. take it away so the first one, multitasking cortex. Uh, in your command phase, select one friendly Forge World's guitar unit within nine of this warlord. Or select one friendly Forge World core data tether unit on the battlefield. Until the start of your next command phase, if this unit is performing an action, it can make ranged attacks without that action failing. And Don't yeah. mind that. I don't, no. Especially I don't mind that in the, the realms of what I think uh, Richard was talking about last week about taking you know units of twenty rangers and vanguard and things like this. These things are still need to be able to put up banners. And if you take something like this, they can still put up banners. They can still you know do scramblers equivalents for the new the new secondaries and stuff, and still yep. you know lay the absolute smackdown. I think this is great. Mm, absolutely, yeah. If you want to build a list around uh, some of the new secondaries that uh, require you to do actions, this is really good. And but you yeah you should invest quite heavily in Skitari if you do. Um, yeah. Keep in mind, you could also pay one command point to have random Skitari use this. Uh, random Skitari. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. The sergeants. I mean, you could give oh, them yeah. warlord. Yeah. So yeah. that's quite nice because you could like have a just a five-man unit of rangers in, in your backfield without a data tether and just give the alpha this. And then he could still yeah. communicate with anyone that has a tether anywhere. That's that's really cool. That's actually really cool. And they can just buff right from the back. That's mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Nice little bit of tech. Um, all right, next one up is Battlesphere Uplink. So the first portion, this is relatively exactly the same. In fact, I'm not going to repeat them again. No. <laughs> uh, just, this will be the last time. Command phase, one Sakari coin within nine or any dialer tether unit on the battlefield. Until the start of next command phase, models enough so the penalty for hit rolls incurred when firing heavy weapons in the turn in which they moved and assault weapons in the turn in which they advanced. I'm a fan. Yeah. I think that one's good as well. Yeah, it's, it's okay, but uh, not super great because the Skitari will... Yeah, yeah, okay, that allows you to move your Skitari, so it's quite nice. But uh, the stratagem for them to fire double makes their weapons rapid fire, so not yeah. that relevant for if you're just going like, to sacrifice one unit a turn uh, and try to do that. Well, you might have two units. You might have two units of 20 rangers, and you yeah, want to make three, use of both. Absolutely. One, yeah, yeah. And so one of them, you know, goes super uber yeah. crazy, and, you know, and the other one could just be a regular good unit and just not. Yeah, I mean, all, I mean of these, it, it all, all of these are useful, a, absolutely. Yeah. As long as you got it. And sometimes you won't have two CP to splurge on the, the grab. What is it? Um, Yeah, the rapid fire two, no, exactly. two CP one. It's a good cost. Mm. All right. Next one's yours. Yep. Uh, programmed retreat. Uh, same base targeting. And then um, until the start of your next command phase, that unit is eligible to shoot in a turn in which it fell back. So that's the third fallback and yeah. do something option. Do uh, something. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The holy, holy order allows you to do both, with, but with a minus one to your hit rolls when you shoot. And then um, the cult mechanicus one was fallback and charge, and this is fallback and shoot. So yeah, you can have it on two guitar units. Also really, really useful. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. I think this is really good. Uh, next one is archived engagements. Um, pretty much says uh, it can fight first until the starting command phase. If that unit is within engagement range of any enemy units until the start of the fight phase. So at the start of the fight phase, it can fight first that phase. So targeted fights first on demand. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. But we also have two abilities that allow 
already. That's even better. Yeah. Uh, and they, they just make a unit non-eligible uh, to be tor- to be picked to fight. Um, I am not a fan of the um, the shock one, the one CP anywhere on the table, just uh, engage range, <laughs> fight last, fight last, fight last. I think that's too good. I it's mean, only on cult, to... mechanicus, cult mechanicus units. So it's only yeah, on the robots if they have a data or, or the others. So Your characters can... are the best uses of those, but yeah. Yeah, the characters as well. That's true. And the other one is a Skitari relic that we'll come to in a bit. Or a relic, right. a general relic. Next yeah. one's yours. Next one, Firepoint Telemetry Cache. Uh, so this is, in my opinion, the best one, I think, of these. Um, and until the start of your next command phase, the targeted unit, um, so each time a ranged attack is allocated to a model in that unit, is treated as receiving the benefits of light cover. So wow. really nice on, on any unit, really, as plus one yeah. to answer. And if the model is entirely on or within a terrain feature, so it doesn't have to be something that gives you light cover, it can be a forest or whatever, uh, and as the infantry keyword, add an additional one to any saving throw. And if you take in the context of something like Lucius in addition, yeah. and another ability we talked about there, ignore Rand 1 and 2, this becomes a very, very good strat. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Doctrina. So your 4, four yeah. up base, the 3 up with Doctrina, and Lucius could give you a 2 up, and then you got light cover. So 1 up, and then you get an extra so 0 up. <laughs> zero it's uh bulgrin they're freaking bulgrin with slap shields <laughs> on your any pick any skitari core that's crazy man yeah, battlefield right. as long as you have a tether so always buy a tether always oh. buy a tether for the 20 man oh, units oh man that's around. phenomenal that's phenomenally good all right and our last one number six eyes of the omnisire in your command phase blah 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 as we've been going you can reroll advanced and charge rolls yeah, I don't mind. Actually, dude, these are all good, aren't they? What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah if I could have all of them, I would. But uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> if I was going to... I mean, you need to be conservative when it comes to command points because there's so much stuff you want to have. Um, mm. So I would go for number five, a fire point telemetry cache as a like standard because it's going to be yeah. really useful for buffing the Ballistar units, just making sure they are in cover all the time. Um and I might consider going for the one that allows you to perform actions while shooting if I'm going heavy Skitari, but not if I'm mainly running Ballistari. And then programmed mm. retreat, perhaps also if I'm running loads of uh, Skitari. Uh, well, uh, so I love programmed retreat into Drakari because it lets mm. your. Um, because every, uh, my, <laughs> even my plan for Ballistari is just tap them, tap them as much as you can, tap them yep. all the time. Yep. Don't let them shoot at what they actually want to shoot. I keep them shooting stuff like Blade Guard or whatever. Mm. But mm. Um, if they fall back and shoot, whatever. But interesting, you said the 5.1 on Ballistari as well, because they can't get cover. They can't get proper cover. So they can't ever get the, the second bo- the bullet point there, the additional plus one. Do you think just taking it to give them cover is good enough? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, if you're running them as Mars, you you have access to canticles. So one turn, yep. you're going to have cover on them. Mm, uh, that's so this, true. This, this wow, gives that's... you cover all game for one unit. Spicy combo there already by Ricard. Well, everyone <laughs> jot that one down in your how not to get screwed over by Admech. <laughs> um, exactly. All right. Bring you on the anti-cover shooting. Mm. But also, I mean, you're gonna relics. have. You're, you're just gonna. You're gonna have. Uh, I mean, the warlord trait, the artisan holy order thing that you can upgrade a tech priest. That's gonna be mandatory. You're gonna have that close, mm. probably close to your ballistari, because that's the most important assets. But the programmed retreat, if you have the the points to spare, command points to spare, I mean, that will give your like midfield skitari so much more support. So mm. yeah, someone tags your blob of twenty, kills a few. Ah, no problem. I fall back in. I shoot you with double. Uh, double my amount of shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, not wrong, man. 
All right, moving on to the relics. First one here is the Uncreated Gauntlet. Mortal Coop with a Power Fist. Uh, replaces the following, and it's replaced Power Fist has the following. Uh, melee strength times two, minus three, three damage. Each time the bearer fights, it can make one additional attack with this weapon. Each time the bearer, uh, each time an attack is made with this weapon, hits a vehicle unit, attack inflicts one mortal wound in addition to a normal damage. See, I was about to say, let's move on and not talk yeah. about this. But can't we do, I think you did a, a classification that said these are kind of like pistol weapons. Like, uh, yes. all, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was the, in the Jakari book. We were seeing like, <laughs> how many random shuriken pistols can they chuck in here? And yeah. this one's Power Fist, yeah? It, it's a similar thing, really. I mean, you upgrade mm. something on a character that's not really supposed to do a lot of damage, and if you instead buy something that actually benefits one of your hard-hitting units, it's so much better. And there's a couple of yeah. these sort of like, yeah, it's a, basically a better weapon, but no one would take it. If if there were anything, we can stop and say, this is actually worth considering, but so far... Well, we keep joking about that. How good do they have to make one of these things yeah. like to make you want to do it? Because we've got we've essentially got pistols that are las cannons now, and we're still like, yep. still not going to take it. <laughs> still not going to take it. It's only one it's shot. Pretty... I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's pretty funny though. All right, yeah. next one's yours. Yes, Raiment of the Techno Martyr. I think this is the best one, probably. Uh, each time the bearer would lose a wound, roll a d6 on a five up. That wound is not lost, so it makes your warlord a bit nice. more survivable. That's yep. nice. But then the next. This is where the, it gets good. So in your command phase, select one friendly Forge World core unit within three of this model. So it can be Skitari or robots or mm -hmm. whatever that's yep. currently core. Uh, until the start of your next command phase, each time a model in that unit makes a ranged attack, you can ignore any or all hit roll and ballistic skill modifiers. Oh, well, yeah, that's really good. Yes, that's so good. it allows you to ignore dense cover, uh, lightning fast reflexes. It allows you to ignore advance and shoot penalties. Mm. It allows you to ignore uh, shoot into combat penalties. Yeah, I even I mean this was the the relic that uh, gave you better Overwatch last edition uh, or last, uh, last book. Uh, so I'm not <laughs> sure. I mean, is to ignore any or all hit roll and ballistic skill modifiers. I mean, it is a ranged attack when you Overwatch. I'm not sure. Oh, it would need an FAQ, probably, uh, because it's not sure. I'm not sure if, if it allows you to overwatch on full yeah. ballistic skill. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I think ballistic skill is... I think I reworded it in the last edition saying that it's just you hit on sixes, yeah, unmodified exactly. sixes, so you don't. Yeah. it's not modifying. No, it's, it's not, it's not you hit on ballistic yeah. skill six, which was the previous yeah. edition, I think. Exactly. But right. uh, I'm, so I'm not sure if that was the intent to, to allow them to do that as well, So because they, they added in the ballistic skill modifiers, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, next one is the Skull of Elder Nicola. Uh, at the start of your shooting phase, roll a 1d6 for each enemy vehicle unit within 12 of the bearer. On a 2 to 3, it suffers one mortal wound. On a 4 to 5, it suffers d3. And on a 6, it suffers 3. Um, this is this doesn't say once per game. This doesn't say any of that. It's just a 12-inch aura of continuous mortal wounds. This guy's Death Guard. This is a Death Guard relic. <laughs> yeah, you could add it if, if we keep the strat for allowing uh, the birds to return to the sky each turn. Then it could be nice to put it on a sergeant. And if, if you're up against oh, yeah. a lot of vehicles, yep. then it could just jump in, perhaps get some vehicles within 12, and then just do some mortal wounds. Well, chances are, if you've got three vehicles, it's going to proc 2d3 <clears> models <throat> for you every turn. That's not, that's not bad at all. Mm, no. But it's if okay. people know you've got it, they'll just zone you out of deep, you know, getting within twelve. The twelve inch is the the only limit, real limitation there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So purgation, purgation's purity. Uh, now nah, it's a pistol. <laughs> it's a pistol. Yeah. It's an assault three, strength four, minus two, two damage. Um, 
always wounds on a four plus to hit to a hit roll of four plus just wounds. So we look, how good do they need to make these things? Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's only for the marshal because he's the only <laughs> one with the radium serpenta, and he's but, not yeah. gonna nah. No, there's so much it's, better things to do with him. And I can actually read the next one, because that's all the own martial only relic that you is also and this is, sort this of is right now to include. <laughs> this is not this is the auto include so far. Yeah, exactly. The Exemplar's Eternity is an aura that you give, give to your martial and it allows you to <clears throat> reroll hit rolls of one as well as wound rolls of one within six for units within six. As guitar core. But uh, that's so valid stories, so yes, very, very, very good. So very, very exceptional. Yeah. Like, this wow. allows you to save the uh, 75 points that you don't need to buy a Dominus yeah. for. But yeah. you're going to want two tech priests anyhow, because you gonna you have them two mandatory uh, holy orders. So mm-hmm. don't forget that. Get two tech priests. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Just but you could two. go for engine seers. I mean, because engine seers, yeah. as we'll see, would also be able to actually do something this, mm. this time around. Yeah, they're not just sitting there holding an objective, doing nothing. <laughs> anyway, the next one is also a pistol. This one is also assault huh? three, strength five, minus three, two damage. It's the oh. Phospho Phoenix. Phos Phoenix. Um, each time attack is made with this weapon, the target does not receive the benefits of dense cover against the attack. Each time attack is made with this weapon against an enemy unit, if a hit is scored until the end of the phase, the enemy unit is exposed and it gains the following ability. While a friendly a forger or core unit was in six of this model, each time an attack in that unit makes so each time a unit a model in that unit makes an attack against the exposed unit, the target has not received the benefits of dense cover against the attack. So you pretty much just shoot it and ignore dense cover. Issue being, firstly, it's a pistol, and we all know how bad that is. <laughs> and secondly, it's only range eighteen. Yeah. So you have to walk up to something that's that's mm-hmm. got dense cover and then turn it off. Um, <laughs> there's, but they're trying. My God, they're making these so good that you yeah. know. I mean. How much better do they have to be? Like this is literally giving out an aura, and on top of that, has a decent mm. profile, and I mean, we're still not going to take it. <laughs> I think if it was like range thirty-six or something, uh, and and, and yeah. uh, the aura also ignored normal cover, then yes, yeah. I, I and would if take you're going it. to a tournament, uh, where you I mean, knew it's another aura. Fun. It's another, yeah, but it's another aura, and auras are, mm. are nice and and rare in this book yeah. actually, because um, there's so many like command face abilities. So an aura that. Allows you to ignore cover on a, on an enemy far away. That I would take that, but no, not this one. One day <laughs> we're gonna read a, a pistol, and we're just gonna be like, so I'm gonna slap my hand on the table and be like, guys, I'm about to read out a pistol weapon, and you're gonna take it, and you know everyone, literally everyone will die. Like the Earth will freeze over, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, G Dub will come out and sponsor my show. Yeah, something crazy will happen. Um, <laughs> next one's yours. <laughs> Yeah, so Patriot Cogtooth. So this is the axe that is flat damage three Omnisaiyan axe. Nothing special about it except for that. So I'll carry on to the next one. Ancient Pseudogenitor. That is something that we yeah. yeah that is something that we used to have last time around as well. But it gave I think two d six extra mm-hmm. attacks back yeah. then, and now it gives three d three additional attacks with AP minus one plus one plus two strength. Yeah, because I thought back then it was no, it was um, strength user no rend one damage, or was it a good profile back then as well? Yeah, yeah, it, and it rerolled uh, to wound against the yeah. infantry, and it was only d6 extra. So I guess it's better now, but uh, now we have so many Still, good relics yeah. now. I mean, that was one of the actual best relics. <laughs> the last yeah, but man, the relics of la- relics in the last book were horrible, absolutely <laughs> terrible. Oh, um, yes. One of the only ones he took was this one, the Omniscient Mask. Um, or yeah, while a friendly Forge World's Katari core unit was in six of this model, each time a model in that unit makes a melee attack and a modified hit roll of six scores one additional hit. I just did a Siegler segue there, by the way, guys. If you'll pay close attention mm-hmm. to the running joke from last one, and we call we call oh, yeah. that in the biz a callback. But tell us about the Omniscient Mask, Ricard. What do you think? 
<laughs> well, the only unit I would probably, I mean, if, yeah, no, nah, nah. I might, nah, nah. No, 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 there's better. Fair. No. Fair. <laughs> well, because you can pump a lot of extra attacks out, because you got, you got the plus one strat for Sakaran units to get an addition, so you got the one CP strat for additional attacks on Sakaran units, yeah? So you could... Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you, you could. could buy it for a, for a unit sergeant, um, but there's another one coming up in, in two, uh, two relics that uh, is the better one to, to Fair. add. Uh, well, to how about I do the next one and you can get that one then. So we've got the Sonic... Yeah. Re- and the next one is a pistol it's a Sonic well. Reaper. <laughs> or not, it's a it's pistol. Not technically a pistol, but it's, it's in the category of uh, yeah. pistols. It's a range 12, assault D6, strength 5, minus 2, 2 damage. Each time attack is made with a weapon, the, it automatically hits, so it's a flamer. Each time attack is made with this weapon and modified wound roll of five or six inflicts two mortal wounds on the target and the attack sequence ends. They're trying really hard to make these good. They're trying so yeah. hard. It's probably the best it's probably it the best one of the uh, like relic mm. weapons, I think. Because uh, yeah, this is good. I mean, two extra mortals on fives yeah. and sixes. Yeah, oh, I mean, because yeah. statistically, nice. you know, you roll two, <laughs> let's say you just roll two shots. You know, stats say yeah. you're going to get a five or six on one of those dice, more likely than not, and just do two models. So it's, hmm. it's, dude, it's pretty good, but still not going to take it. All right, tell us about this next one. Yeah, so Temporcopia. Uh, at the start of the fight phase, you can select one enemy unit within three of this bearer. That unit is not eligible to fight this phase until after all eligible units. So this is the other one that uh, just makes you not being able to interrupt yes. or whatever, regardless of what f- first strike abilities you have. Uh, and so if you're going to run some, I mean, the best best way to run it, I think, is since it's a relic, you can have it either on a character or as guitar sergeant. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do like um, infiltrating rust stalkers with stages or something, put it on a sergeant yeah. and then you can hide in, in the ruin and no one will want to charge you because you're mm-hmm. going to fight. Exactly against. right. Uh, this is so very powerful, isn't it? It's so, so good. Mm. Um, w- Within oh, three yes. is a lot better than something like the Archon has. That he has to be in engagement range with um, I think it's whatever, mm. whatever the whatever the Warlord trade is that they've got. Um, so this is within three. So this is mm. essentially making him a Judica, right? Yeah, and on a unit sergeant, yes. I mean, you can put him a bit like yeah. forward, and should be hard to go into the mm. unit without touching him or becoming. You're within right. Three. Putting this on a sergeant makes it so much better, so much more powerful. You can't avoid oh, yeah. a dodge a character like that. You have to go. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. All right. Last one, uh, the cage of Veradimas. Veradimas. Um, each time the bearer yep. hits an enemy unit, excluding vehicle <coughs> units, with a melee attack until the end of the phase, that unit is electroshocked. Each time one unit uh, that is electroshocked uh, makes an attack, you subtract one from the attack's hit roll. Uh, it's cute, and you're never going to see it. Mm-hmm. But perhaps on a like, if you're gonna run Lucius Blobs of Vanguard or something, yeah. just put it on the Alpha and just hit something, and you're minus one to be hit in close combat. At, on top of all your ridiculous. I mean, armor if it buffs. was like, if it was like versus like, like if you know, it was Vanguard versus something mm. similar to Vanguard, say Termagant's Hormigans, maybe even or yeah. maybe not Orc Boys. Minus one Orc Boys isn't gonna matter. Um, guardsmen, if Guardsmen come back into the fort, yeah, you can, it can make a difference. But even like uh, Lightning Claw. Uh, stuff. If you got uh, like oh, Vanguard that's veterans, true. that's not in a salt yep. because you can you can make them not wound you on better than four ups. You can make uh, you ignore AP minus one and two, which includes mm-hmm. lightning claws. That's not in the assault doctrine. You can uh, their their radioactive uh, aura yep. decreases As your well. strength and yeah. toughness now. And on top of that, it's minus one to hit roll. Uh, so you could actually build quite a debuff just uh, Vanguard blob. And actually have them be really sticky in combat. Mm. Yeah, you're actually right. If, but, but yeah, I mean, nah. I mean mm. you just listed off how there's better. Uh, and how many debuffs <laughs> did you just list off to try and protect a unit of Vanguard? 
you know, you, well, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, that could be a real, real list archetype. That's actually, true. Just, uh, it? Having that, but it's on one blob, so you need to be really. But you can solar flare them, and but yeah, sharding is going to mm. be a problem. So you're going to be charged, and they can probably pick another target. So yeah, situation. So that's true, true. all of the that's all the relics, and there are so many. Um, Semi never heard of, never going to hear of weapons, <laughs> melee weapons and pistols. That literally you could take off one of the pages of this because I feel like it's Raymond of the Technomata, um, Exemplar's Eternity at time um, is the auto take, and then what? Hmm. That's about it. Those are the two, yeah. And then you you, you can make a case. Yeah, and then you have the Forge World. I mean, the Forge World, the Lucius yeah. Relic is really good. So I mean, you you're gonna they're gonna be there's gonna be relics that yeah. you'd like to take anyhow. So, but yeah, the the Strike Last one if you're running Skitari Close Combat, and then uh, the Technomancer is an ultra pick. Very very sure. nice. But yeah, not not um yeah none of those other ones stand out to you at all. Uh yeah, of course the Marshall one. Ah uh, yeah well. yeah. That gives me it's... the. Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, all right. <coughs> Over to our secondaries. Now, I'll, I'll grab this first one. Mm. This one is a purge of the enemy yep. is secondary. It is uh, accretion, accretion of knowledge. Mm. Yep. Uh, score three victory points at the end of the battle for each destroyed enemy model that meets one or more of the following criteria. The model has a warlord trait. The model has a relic. The model has a vehicle keyword and a wounds characteristic of more than 14. Interesting. Uh, yeah, but quite situational as well as well because i mean it's purged the enemy so it's in the same category as assassination yeah. and that was just off this morning to also give an extra point for warlord. killing the mm, warlord true so and i mean i mean warlord traits if you get running warlord traits you usually run them together with relics so killing a character that has a warlord trait and a relic give only you three points exactly. three points anyway which is already just on assassination mm. and vehicles with 14 or more wounds not Quite not that common. <laughs> yeah, not very. So, but could could be. I mean, if you're if you're up against something really specific with a couple of fourteen wound vehicle <laughs> models and a lot of uh, uh, characters running around with extra warlord traits and relics, um, don't, uh, which we, we don't all the Necron yeah. like like um don't all the Necron yeah. vehicles the, the baguette Necr the baguette the chassis. Necron. But you know, Adam love their they love their Necron tech. Yeah, so it's probably that's that's why. pretty funny. <laughs> Just like Necron Necron mech killing secondary. Um, anyway. All right, next one's yours, yeah. right? Yeah. So, no mercy, no respite, eradication of flesh. Score three victory points at the end of the battle round if there is at least one Adeptus Mechanicus vehicle unit from your army on the battlefield. And if Adeptus Mechanicus units from your army destroyed more enemy infantry units this battle round than enemy unit destroyed friendly vehicle units. This is really yes, good, because good. you're probably going to run your vehicles in large, like, Ballistari blobs mm. of five, uh, quite commonly. Uh, which means that they are going to be really hard to just kill an entire unit. You might kill a couple, but uh, in my experience, you can usually run away with one or two of the chickens, and especially now that they have an increased save profile and some different ways to, to keep them alive uh, better, then uh, I think this is really good. Well, I mean, it's in the same category as uh, While We mm -hmm. Stand, or the new one that's called To The Last, uh, but it's similar to While We Stand. So... Mm, well, yeah. I kind of like this. I kind of like this one better. Yeah. So, it, it, with with while we yeah, stand, or you know, whatever it's called now, you've given you given me five turns to deny you points. This one is, I'm just going to get three. I'm going to mm. get three. I'm going to get three. And uh, then if you killed them, uh, I still got nine points. Still nine points in the bank. It's just a, it's like an inverse, but it makes you want to take like a single dragoon, a single like a unit of two ballistari, a unit of five <laughs> ballistari. You want to you want to kind of yeah, take a single dragoon and hide it exactly. in the back and then just run exactly in. <laughs> and don't let it go anywhere near anything. Um, but yeah, I don't mind this at all. This is pretty cool. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it could be, uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, if but you, I mean, obviously you need to build around while we mm. stand more if you're gonna take that instead. So, but if I was gonna run like uh, three units of five Ballistari, which I think is a really good like base for an army, uh, then I I think while we stand is a bit better sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. Depends on the matchup, mm. of course. All right, next one uh, is in Battlefield Supremacy. This is Uncharted Sequencing. Before deployment, assign one objective marker to each battle round. And note this down on your army roster. An objective marker cannot be assigned more than once per ba- um, one battle. Cannot be assigned more than one battle round. Sorry. sorry. Um, score three victory points at the end of the battle round if you control the objective marker assigned to that battle round. I think this one is really, really cool as a concept. I'm not quite sure how good it translates mm. to game by game. Like some games, this is going to be amazing no. player, depending on the layout of objectives, and some games is going to get you six points. Yeah, but I mean, even if it's a good layout, you're probably going to struggle a bit to score. I mean, because you need to you need to hold it. Yeah, you don't just need to be within it. You need to actually put also take your enemy yeah. of it. So might be hard to score more than nine like safely, but engage on all fronts you can score yeah. nine pretty yeah. easily and probably more. And it's the same category. So I don't think it's going to compete. With well, I'm just trying to think of this. So we've got one four objective. Mi- so we've got two four objective missions and then a couple of, yeah, the f- I'm trying to think, at, I know it's bad for the four objectives. I'm trying to think if it's any good for, on the fives because it's, it's good on the sixes because it's the same, <clears> essentially on the sixes, it's the same <throat> as, it's as good as um, spread the spread the sickness for Death Guard. You just pick your, yeah, your, but all the five objectives you're gonna probably get. You're gonna get six and maybe nine if you take the exactly, mission. and that's the difference. If you can get a reliable nine out of it, it's good. But if you but engage is better. Yeah, probably. yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, all right, next one's yours. Because it has an average score of ten or something. Mm. Uh, I think I heard some statistic person. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, yes, uh, last one. Hidden, hidden Archivolt. Uh, before deployment, your opponent selects one objective marker on the battlefield, excluding objective markers in their own deployment zone. So one of the midfield ones. Uh, score two victory points at the end of the battle round if you control it. So you need to control a midfield objective to get two points. And then score five victory points at the end of the battle if you control that objective marker. Nice crap. Yes. Your opponent selects one objective marker on the battlefield, uh, not in their deployment zone. So they can pick the one that's hardest for you, obviously. But that can be interesting yep. in the ones where there is only five and you know they have to pick the one in no man's land or the one in your de- or the yeah yeah the one in the yeah. middle yeah um and so you know five hundred points on the last turn for just holding especially if you're going second for just holding one objective is not too bad at all yeah um no and against uh, if if you're up against something that you you know they're not going to be able to compete yeah. in the midfield yeah. they're just gonna and uh, and then the terrain looks really good then this can be an auto pick absolutely because it can just it's just 15 mm. points in the bank. Well, the it's the same as the, the last one, the first one we said, accretation of knowledge. Those two, you're just going to look at the list you're playing and you look at the mission, mm. back at your list, back yep. at the mission, back at the list, back at the mission, bunch yep. of ones and zeros <laughs> go past your head like that meme and you're like, this is good this turn. This is good this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> but if we look at that and we also look at the new secondary objectives that were released, I mean, uh, the first one, I mean, engage is still going to be really good. So now you have some options mm. there because you, uh, you can pick. And while we stand, I think it's still going to be quite necessary for Admech to consider like it was previously. Uh, but now we also have the options to to do mm. eradication of yep. flesh, which is really nice. And then we also get got a new option for, for killing stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I picked assassination really every game with the flyer spam list because you, you would be able to get to those characters eventually. And mm. now with, with that being better for the Warlord, or we also have the accretation of knowledge option if we're up against something with some 14 wound vehicles. 
uh, and a lot of uh, characters with good stuff on them, then uh, yes, we got some options. And I think those three are, are, are our best categories, to be honest. And then mm. obviously the shadow operations with the new uh, uh, banners and so on, and, and that's always an option. Yeah. So we're a bit better off now with this new book mm. and, and the new... Uh, New missions, I think. Yeah, I do think it's better off as well. Um, all right, moving on to we're up to the data sheets page. So pretty much, I'm just going to ask Rickard to give us his take um, on uh, and explain to you guys how uh, doctrines and canticles work. Now, I think we'd had myself and Rick, Richard. I uh, explained it last weekend, but Rickard, <coughs> the uh, the yep. better version of Richard. Essentially, it's the same name, but you know, <laughs> no, we're the same. We're, we're legion. It's a council of council of Richards. Rick's is so good. Oh man! All right, go for it. <laughs> Um, tell us about these these two mechanics yeah, and how so, they work. Yeah, so there's one there's one for Skitari called Doctrinas, uh, and one for uh, the rest or the the, the the cult mechanicus, and it's called Canticles of the Omnissiah. Um, so Canticles is not a global thing anymore, except if you're Mars, then both your Skitari and your um, mechanicus uh, units get it. Um, and Doctrina is, uh, or let's start with Canticles because you're all familiar with them. So Shroud Psalm is the first mm-hmm. one; it's the same as it's always been. Uh, and then we have Chant of the Remorseless Fist. Uh, and while this canticle is active each, mod- each time the model in this unit makes a melee attack, add one to the strength characteristic. So that's also something we used yeah. to have yep. already in canticles. <clears throat> and the next one, Incantation of the Iron Soul. Uh, when the canticle is active each time a combat attrition test is taken for the unit, ignore any roll modifiers. Yep. Yeah, situational. Yep. But the next one is quite good, actually. So each time modeling this unit would lose a wound as a result of a mortal wound, roll a d6 on a 5-up, that wound is not lost. That's nice. And if you have the, the Graia Dogma, it's 4-up instead. And I mean, this this is a different ability to the strat, mm. which gives a vehicle a 4-up. I still can't believe it's 4-up. Like... <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so, I mean, could you do both? Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't get... Nah, I think the rare rule section like specifically says you only get one non-save ah. like saving throw ah, um yeah but uh right. yeah <laughs> yeah it's still pretty good because you just get a miss shield out in front of like your 20 rangers and you're like cool it was going to take 20 mortal wounds now going to take 30 do you have 30 not nah, yeah on. If, if you're up against something i mean if you're up against the uh, Drakari, for example, and they have their bombers, yes. and you can't really help but avoiding well, this. Then, and if you're Mars, I mean, yeah, five mm, up and, and they have to use cool. those bombers turn one. Otherwise, you just shoot them out of the shoot them out of the sky. Or they have to keep flying off the board and never get to do anything. So, yeah, I like this a lot. I like, yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, yep. Next up. Yep. Benedictions of the Omnissiah. When the Canticle is active, uh, select and the unit is selected to shoot. Reroll one hit roll, one wound roll, and one damage roll. So obviously this Phenomenal. is best for like Mars, mm. a Mars vehicle list because you already have a, a free yeah. reroll for Mars. So you actually then that basically gives you reroll for all your vehicles that yep. lost them. This is re- this is really good. This is my favorite one. I think it's a very very nice yeah. um, little elegant thing in there for. Yeah. For them, I don't see how this helps many of the yeah. a- actual admech units, but it's some way that they they don't have core of giving them the efficiencies of core. Yeah, you could uh, you could do like catafrons with one torsion mm. cannon, uh, like breachers, and then give that to so they you ro- reroll the torsion cannon. Yeah, exactly right. But still, I mean, we need to look at the, uh, this from a different perspective than what the old canticles were, because old canticles you you add in call, you could reroll, you yeah. could select it yep. again. You can't do it; it's one time, yep. one turn. So. It's actually not that good, nah. and it's not that impactful mm. either. It's really situational. The fact you get to choose them, though, just just makes my the Necron part of my heart feel sad because mm. they've got less mm-hmm. good ones, and you don't get to pick them. <laughs> um, but anyway, what's no. what's the true, last true. one? Or the last two? Sorry. Yep. So invocation of yeah invocation of machine vengeance when the canticle is active each time an advanced roll or a charge roll is made for the unit. Roll one additional d6 and discard the lowest. Nice. 
and it's nice, but it's not it's not a three d six charge. You roll three d six, you pick the two highest. The, the statistics, uh, like the the chance of you getting that charge, is way less than a three d six charge. Just to be clear on that, uh, and you really need to combine it with. Riser, uh, Riser yeah. to actually have some. Effect. But when you do combine it with Riser, man, did they get activated? And you just know, you just like, okay, yeah. I'm just you just plan your turn two or turn three around this around this canicle, you know, set up two or three previously, yep. get them all lined up, bang, in 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 they all go. Mm. Pretty cool. Yeah, and there's a strategy for two command points where you can make a core unit. Yeah, uh, having mechanicus mm-hmm. unit yeah counts having a, a canticle so you could do like a lucius bomb of uh, <laughs> just castell and robots <laughs> make them core turn one and just launch them up with a solar yeah. flare give them this make them charge uh, with 3d6 pick the two highest reroll it if you need yeah. to and uh, put all the buffs mm. on them just uh Give them transhuman. Give them ignore once and two AP. Yeah, there's, there's some nice combos yuck, there. Yuck, yuck. I love it. <laughs> okay. Last one. Yeah, the final one then. Litany of the Electromancer, and that used to be, used really to be the worst. So, but now it's quite good. It's the actually they got the one that Metallica had uh, got uh, in the engine war. So while the canticle is active each time a melee attack is made against this unit, subtract one from the hit roll. So really good yeah. with Cataphrons, for example, because they are really mm. beefy now with the two-up armor. Uh, so giving them an extra subtract one from the attack is really Ab- great. Absolutely. Especially if you're running them as like Metallica, so you have all these debuff mm. stratagems to turn up rerolls and, and, and all, all those Or is uh, a Grippina with the Toughness 6 on them. Mm. Mm. For sure. Absolutely. No, dude, that, yeah, I like it. I, they've done so well on these because there used to be, there was Shroud Sum, there was a real once to hit, and then there was the rest. <laughs> and now... Yeah, and it's really, I mean... The, and the robots, I mean, if you can keep them core, it's super crazy because they can use the strike last strat for one command point because they are core mechanicus. So you could just, something charges your robots, you can just, yeah, minus one to hit. And I strike you yeah, first. <laughs> yeah, real good. All right. Um, I'll run yeah. down the jock trainers. These are really cool. Yep. These are the same, yeah? You get to pick one per round. Can't pick them again. Yes, but only four, not six ah, of course. different ones. Um, and up. these ones come with a buff and a debuff. I love the way these are done as well. I think these are very cleverly done. Mm. It's a very awesome mechanic to put in. And I want to see more of this. I love seeing this give and take. Um, and I want to see it yep. adapted in more armies if we can. First one is prote- uh, Protector Imperative. The optimization is improve the blister skill characteristics of models in this unit by one. Extremely powerful. And then the depreciation is reduce their weapon skill by one. So a plus one and a negative mm. one. The next one is uh, Conqueror. The optimization is improve the weapon skill by one. And then, of course, the differentiation is a reverse and reduce the ballista skill by one. And then you have the Bulwark. Um, improve the save characteristics of models in this unit by one um, to a maximum of two plus. And then the depreciation is remove, reduce their move by three inches. The last one being improve the move characteristic by three, reduce the save by one. I love this. I think this is crazy yeah. good. It's interesting that there's only four of them, but there's five turns in the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. One turn, you get <laughs> nothing. And in my opinion, you pretty much know if that's <laughs> going to be the first turn or the last turn, based on how aggressive or defensive yeah. you need to be turn one, right? Absolutely. And uh, you can choose not to pick anything, yeah. both for the Canticles and the Doctrina. So you can just say, well, no, I'm not taking anything mm-hmm. this turn. I'm saving it for later. Um, how do you feel about the Doctrinas? Do you like them? Do you like the, the range that you've got? Do you think they're? Do you think? I mean, given that we've already. So yeah, a lot of people are making um, a bit of ho hum about having so much bookkeeping attached to this army. Do you think that's real as well? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm gonna try to print some kind of like uh, small flags <laughs> or like flip card. So some uh, some some brilliant person in the competitive group. I don't remember his name. 
now, sorry. But he made some kind of flip card, so you can like switch, just flip it around to see which Doctrina is uh, active. Oh, that's clever. Uh, mm. But I'm, I don't know. I haven't seen the, what the GW is going to give us for data cards. I mean, that, that might actually uh, be included in there. Uh, so yeah, we'll fair. See. Absolutely fair. All right, mate. So, but yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I like both of these mechanics. I think Canicles is just yeah, for sure. tried and true. I like that they've ironed it out a bit. Does it bother you that they're that they're <clears> not random anymore? That you can't like work around getting four or five turns of Shroud Psalm anymore? <laughs> no, no, uh, because we got blanket buffs to like uh, durability mm. uh, across a lot of units uh, already. So you think it's yeah. fine? Fine. Fair. I respect that hustle because I feel the same way. I think I feel like you've got enough because that was the that was the <laughs> argument, wasn't it? In the old book, was just like you had four, you had three good units. Even when book, even when um, mm. even when uh, Psychic Awakening came out and Ballastari went through the roof, you mm. still had like you had Ballastari, no good troop choices outside breaches if you wanted to go down down that archetype, mm. and then kind of just Electro Priests, and then the birds if you if you're in a meta where the yeah. birds mattered. And the of course, tanks. sorry, and the Scorpius tanks. But they were kind of like included with the Ballastari yeah. gun, gun yeah. base. Um, <laughs> they did overlap somewhat. But yeah, so I'm, I'm a big fan here. But anyway, mate. Yeah. It's really strong for the, for the airplane list uh, yes. uh, that I've been Absolutely. running. Absolutely. Because they don't care about having minus three <laughs> movement, really. That's true. They don't care about that at all. Or, or having so, minus one no, weapon. When is fine. minus one weapon skill ever going to be a thing you care about? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's really good mm. for that list. And there'd be a Mars list, of course, to, to give them all canicles as well? It might be, but I think the best one is the Custom Forge where that gives you reroll for all the cold oh, weapons within half range. Because, mm. yeah, it also gives you a uh, six-up field Oof, yeah, okay, that's fair. All right, mate. So We are up yeah. to the data sheets. Now, there are huge, mm. huge swathe of changes made to the data sheets, and we are not going to do them all because that is ridiculous. So I've given a, I've given yes. full power to our man, Rickard. He's going to take us through the ones that he think matter the most, <laughs> the changes that are the most relevant, and the units that he thinks are the ones you'll see the most. So, my man, where do you want to start? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's start from the top, but let's just uh, be real brief on some of them. So... Call is uh, still too expensive, I think, and lost his full rerolls mm. to everyone. Uh, he can give it to one Mars yeah. core so unit. He, um, so he's just a chap. And he can manipulate, he has some kind of thing, thing so he can manipulate with Cult Mechanicus core units so they can benefit from uh, an additional canticle mm. or something. But um, nah, let's just skip over him, actually. So he's, well, he, he's that unimpressive, big, big, sadly. Big thing, because he was like, he was the, the crux of a whole archetype, of a whole playstyle for a couple yeah. of years now. I haven't actually I haven't found any any really like nice super nice combos with mm. him to be honest. Fair. Well, he had his Badly. time, just like you know, just like Gilman and all those other big. Abaddon yeah. still hasn't had his time. We will see. Maybe the, maybe this maybe this edition. <laughs> all right. What's next? But there might be something we're missing. I mean, you, you could do some kind of like robot build, but robots are not that good anymore. I mean, they're, or they're different. Mm. They. I mean. They are an all all rounded unit now that should be just moving up the battlefield, shooting and sh- charging stuff. So they shouldn't just sit with call because that's a waste of points. Mm. So in that case, bring call with you and then <laughs> just march up together. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Perhaps we'll see. <clears throat> Manipulus that's uh, received uh, some changes that's noteworthy. So he got an extra wound. Yeah. That's always nice. Uh, but he lost the ability to uh, increase mobility mm-hmm. and his. Uh, Shooting buff is now only for galvanic uh, rifles or galvanic, galvanic arc and radium weapons, <clears throat> but only on a core mm. unit. So you can't sadly do it to breachers. Otherwise, that would actually <laughs> yeah, be, it would quite be nice. 
But it increases the range of the weapon by six and the armor penetration no. by one. So yeah. that's, uh, he's, he's key for like buffing your big skin. Yeah. That's what that's his, his the job. extra <laughs> rend is really spicy, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't give any rerolls, but you can get rerolls from other places or ballista skill mm. buffs here, not and everywhere. But yeah, plus six inch range and an extra rend that is very powerful, very good. How many points does this boy run you? I'll just yep. quickly come down. At, uh, seven. Yeah, you'll you're gonna see him. May, maybe not Absolutely. an auto take, but pretty close. Uh, if you're running twenty man units of Skitari, you want Absolutely. To all right, what's next? Yes, uh, the Dominus, good old Dominus, is 75 points. Uh, he's got uh, some buffs to his, uh, let's see, Volkite Blaster, I think. It's now damage 2 instead of 1. Uh, Yay! And 6 is inflict 2 mortal wounds, so he's actually quite good. I mean, I like the old Volkite Blaster being able to just get a 6 and get a mortal wound. Now it's 2 mortal wounds and damage 2, and that's, that's nice. I like it. Hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and you can buy an eradication ray, which is uh, worse as normal. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> that's, mm. still, that's still an option. Um, otherwise, he he's the same old Dominus, yeah. really. His rerolls now work in uh, both Overwatch and uh, Combat as well. So that's quite mm. nice. Yeah. And <clears throat> I'm actually considering him if you... I mean... The marshal is really nice and can replace him with for a relic. But if I want to take priests anyhow, I might actually go for a dominus and a manipulus in some lists, or just a dominus and a sheep engine yep. or something. If I'm running a slightly other list, but I mean, what, this aura he's gonna you're gonna want a lot of ballistari. Really, mm. that's that's he's he's gonna babysit ballistari if you if you have him. At least that's my thing thinking or or some castellan robots because that's the only way to give them uh reroll hits it rolls one fair yeah so if you're running castellans that's get important. It mm. <laughs> yeah now absolutely. the next lad we would next know one. as the Dedalosis from last edition yeah. now what's he called now techno archaeologist doctor 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 b <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, has he changed <laughs> uh well he's not a Unique character mm -hmm. anymore, uh, so you can get several of them. He's got the same stat line as um, uh, engines here, uh, really. Um, he's got some kind of pistol and some kind of arc claw. Nothing really special. I mean, the pistol is quite. It's it's, it's got a buff. Yeah, pistol mean, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can read it, read about it yourself if you're into if you're into pistols, you can do it. Um, he's got that Omni Scrambler ability yeah. to not allow reinforcements to be set up within twelve. Uh, which is quite, is quite nice, nice, but I mean, he's 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 usually gonna hang around like your Catafron servitors mm. uh, or your other like Skitari blobs to allow them to make actions and still shooting. So he's gonna be hanging around a lot of mm. other units as well. He's not gonna be standing on a flank just using his twelve-inch "you can't be here" aura because that's yeah. a waste, really, of his other abilities. Fair. Yeah, I can't see this guy getting seen as much anymore, especially. Uh, it's only if you're if you're running Cadafrons. Mm. I mean, I went down that train of thought the other day. Like, okay, how do I build Cadafron spam in, with this new book? Uh, and we can talk about that in the advanced mm -hmm. section because there's some builds that I found was interesting. Because he also has an ability to make Cadafrons uh, count as infantry, which actually means they can perform actions yeah. and they can do it in the same time as they which should. Which is nice. So, yeah. So yeah, if, you, yeah, if you're absolutely. taking Cataphons, you're going to use him. Uh, the Marshal is up next, and I feel like this is the auto-take of the HQs, yeah? The other ones... Yeah, because it's, it's 45 points, and it's a reroll roll uh, to wound aura for all Skitari core within six. So he's like a mandatory pick to have within uh, six of all your Ballistari units. Mm, and then, of course, you, ta you take sure. the, your, your free relic nine times out of ten is going to be giving him real ones to hit as well. Yeah, and then you can... Uh, 
skimp on the dom dominus and get two other tech priests for your mandatory <laughs> traits or, or mandatory uh, holy orders in that mm. case. But it also, it's also got a nice one, control yes. edicts in your command phase. You can So this is another command. Like It's really like one of the warlord traits. So in your command phase, you can select one friendly Forgeful Skitarian within nine of this model or a data tether Skitari anywhere on the battlefield. Until the start of your next command phase, the unit ignores the depth deprecation effect of uh, the currently active Doctrina Imperative. Really good. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Especially on the multi-purpose, especially Absolutely. on the multi-purpose units, things like um, the t well, not the Taraxi because they auto hit, but things maybe like the infiltrators. If you actually need them to shoot with Wrath of Mars and then charge in, you don't want you want them to have plus the plus yep. to hit, but not the negative to hit. Um, really good way of getting around mm. it. Yeah, and also, I mean, you're gonna have him. He's, he's gonna yeah. be if there's yeah. Ballistari, he's, he's gonna, gonna be, be there. there. That means that he's gonna he's gonna be able to like when you get the extra armor save if you risk. Uh, going second and getting blown off the table, they can still ignore yes. the movement penalty, which means they can still like operate on a flank mm. and, and get into position. Uh, so that's a good use for that. Uh, ability well. Next up is Sir Breaks a Lot himself, the engine seer, the model that I've broken more times than ever. And every now and then I stumble across another piece of him that I've broken off um, <laughs> and try yeah. and fix him. I magnetized, I magnetized the server. That is clever. So I put a small, small <laughs> magnet near the base of it, so that actually uh, it prevents it from breaking. But it's all over the place. I mean, I can find that server skull somewhere. Yeah, it's not broken, but it's over <laughs> here instead yeah. of attached to my enemies. This guy, this guy works <laughs> like a like a tech marine in a space marine codex, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. So he can uh, awaken the machine. So in your command phase, this mod can select one friendly Forgefeld vehicle model, sadly, not unit, yeah. <laughs> within three of it, uh, until the start of your next, and you can't do Castellan robots for some reason, uh, until the start of your next command phase, each time that model makes an attack, like any attack, a ranged or close combat, add one to the attacks. Hit why is it, yeah. So each model can only be So away. why is it model and why isn't it Castellan robots? Because that would be like the reason yeah, sorry, that's confusing. Yeah, but he can help. He can help your uh, your dune yeah. crawlers, your yeah. Scorpius yeah. tanks, your uh, gunship flyer Stratoraptors that's coming home for repairs. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, here's here you go, plus one to it. Or if you just just run Ballistari, I mean, put it on a Ballistari. I mean, perhaps you have one less cannon Ballistari in the unit of out cannon Ballistari or something that you want extra True. to it. Or if you run them, if you're running dragoons, you could even give them plus one to it in combat if you like. Uh, so there's. Uh, he's going to be uh, slightly useful, mm. at least. Not fair. All right, on to the... But it's 55, points, uh, 55 now instead of 30. So Yeah, he's a lot, he's a lot more than he was. Pay, pay a premium for it. All right, <laughs> tell us about the troops' choices. Yeah, so the main difference is they went down in points to 8. That's one. Mm. Uh, you can take them in squads of 20, uh, which is big. And uh, their rifles got a nice buff, making them minus 1. Flat. Yeah, rend one, but now they're, they're heavy. And also heavy, heavy two. two. Yeah, two shots at 30 inch range, uh, which isn't a big deal. We've seen so That's many good. ways that they have to circumnavigate that um, that heavy, mm. don't we? They just pick your poison, you'll find a way of getting around it, right? Yeah, either you're just going to stand still or you're going to move, and yeah, okay, I hit hit on force. It's, it's okay. Or you're going to do the doctrine mm. and, and give them an extra ballistic skill, or you're going to do the warlord trait for the. <laughs> There's lots of different yeah. ways to just make them it. Or you Stratagem to give them rapid fire too. Agreed. Which is and there's probably like four more that we just didn't remember just then. Um, so we are talking about ranges, yep. by the way. If it wasn't clear, we're talking about ranges. And um, they're actually scout move now. They're in the scout move three inches, which is interesting. Um, but it's still, it's a pre-game yep. move. It's nice. Always good to have. It allows you to scramble midfield objectives. It does. Turn one. Mm. Really good. Yeah. Pretty nice. So, yeah. All right. Any, any... 
But you probably want uh, just an Omnispex and an I was going to say. Because the Omnispex just uh, ignores light covers. Which really. is an extra rent, you know, in a lot of cases. Um, but yeah, tell us about Vanguard as well. Yeah. A, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of people seem to be talking about ranges and talking about how good ranges are. Tell me how good Vanguard are. Yeah, and we could also just touch on the war gear, gear options that you can You need 10 models to get uh, one yes. <laughs> special weapon, but you can do one of each. Mm. One of each special special weapons. So you can have a squad of twenty with two arc rifles and two plasma and two transfer. Which is pretty. Is, if you want, it's if pretty you interesting, but you're probably not going to do it, are you? No, because it costs ten mm. points for the base and the fifteen for the archibus, and that really takes away a quite useful gun that you can buff already. Exactly right. So nah, yeah. I don't think ten. If it was five points, I would do it. May my guardsmen's <laughs> las guns be so lucky. Anyway, tell us about the Vanguard. <laughs> yeah. So Vanguard. No real buffs mm. to their profile or weapon, except for the uh, radiation aura. Uh, minus one strength and toughness. Yeah. So I, I like these guys more MSU. I don't like these guys. I don't know if I like these guys as 20 mans. There's just le less ways to buff their offensive profile, even if there are, even if there are yeah. a couple. But um, little five mans running around just giving out the debuffs to help your melee units do more good melee stuff seems pretty spicy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's the same cost as a ranger, and what really hurts, even if they can auto-wound on 4-up, you need a manipulus to give them minus 1, and you'd probably need to take them in a special forge world to give their to make them full efficient uh, with radium carbines mm -hmm. with strength 4 and AP minus 2. In that case, they're really rangers, but cheaper to, to maintain uh, and has some additional tricks with the radiation aura. Um, but otherwise, for the base cost, if you if you think that you, you won't invest too heavily in your manipulus or your, your buffs and stuff, I'd just take rangers, because rangers are good as a base. I mean, being able to shoot two shots at 30 with strength 4 and AP minus 1, or being able to transform it into rapid fire, that's quite quite mm. a utility unit, and it's, it's good in a, in a in a base shooting yeah. way that Vanguard are not, because of their strength 3 and no Yeah, AP. agreed. Alright, tell us about Breachers and Destroyers, mate. Yes, so Breachers, I mean, 35 points per model, and if you look at what you get, it's not bad. I mean, you get a 2-up save, so that's yep. new, and with the changes to the Hydraulic Claw, which is now free, so you don't need to pay points for it, it's basically a Thunderhammer. It means times 2 strength, minus 2 AP, flat 3 damage, mm. and no minus to hit. So, it's not bad. Yep. <laughs> and the arc rifle got a buff as well, so it's flat damage 2 now, so you don't have to mm. roll D3. And uh, always wounds vehicles on a 4-up, and flat damage 3 against them. So I think it's, I mean, same cost as they used to be, but better profile. Yeah. Uh, and they don't, uh, they can advance D6 like anyone else now. But they lost uh, some stuff, they lost the infantry, so they can't obviously gain cover mm. now, at, unless from the... Uh, yeah, it's funny that they gave them, they made them bikers, but they gave them the caveat that they can go through walls, which I do like. I like that they thought that far ahead and thought, hey, these guys still need to uh, like function as infantry mm. for the purposes of the game state. But I, always, I already found it very hard for these guys to clear walls. Um, you always left like, yeah. you, try, you had a squad on one side of a wall, and then you tried to move four or five guys through that wall. You always left like two guys on the wrong side because they couldn't clear it all <laughs> the way through. Um, yep. It was always Absolutely. interesting. Um, but yeah, the fact these guys lost core, and really, the, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you need a techno-archaeologist uh, to make them function, so to make them be able to perform mm. actions, for example. Because uh, they're not infantry, yeah. so, but he makes them infantry for the purposes of doing actions. Uh, and there is, uh, I've been yeah, toying exactly around right. with some, some builds, but we can we can touch uh, touch on that in the next section, actually. The Part two, yeah. Breachers, bam. <laughs> Tell us about destroyers. Is there actually? Because I've heard zero people talking about destroyers. I still have heard some talk about um, about breaches, especially when you take into the um, 
you take it while you're talking about teams list and taking into the resilience of breaches and just going down that rabbit hole of hey minus one damage in my deployment zone let's just work work on that from book of rust but no one's talking about destroyers is that are they are they just bad the thing is there's like one stratagem where you can, I think, I don't know if it's ignore cover or something, or success auto wound or something in shooting, if you're shooting at half range. I don't remember because it's so bad. There's one stratagem in this book that affects like breachers and destroyers, I think. Mm. And there's no ways to buff them because everything yeah. else, like there's no warlord traits really. There's maybe one or two specific ones. Um, I mean, and also they went down in size. So you can only do six man sports yeah. now. So you can't do 12 mans. Mm. So you can't really leverage like a big unit of 10 with some nice uh, yeah. super buff, buff combo yeah. like you could with the Rise of Plasma last, last edition and so on. Because uh, that's more expensive now and less powerful. Uh, and the unit, unit sizes are smaller. Mm. But uh, I mean, Destroyer's got a buff uh, to their armor save. Yep. So three up. So it's quite nice. Um, <clears throat> the Cognis Flamer became a bit better. Uh, two X rates. Grav cannon became flat two. Nah, I think it was D three. Yeah, yeah, flat two, yeah, 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 flat two on the. Oh, if you got a bit armor save of a three plus, mm. look five shots at thirty inches. Yeah. Uh, that are marine killers. That's fine, but you know when you're not playing yeah. marines, this is just a very expensive. Doesn't do enough unit. No, and I think Ballistari are mm. better because they have toughness six and three up save it, and uh, cost slightly more, but are <laughs> have a better output and can be buffed and can be made more durable well, and all yeah, that it, stuff. it bothers me that I feel like the torsion cannon is better in the current meta than any of the destroyer guns like the two the two guns literally the two guns the breaches can take i feel like is a better <laughs> than most than all the guns the destroyers can take um to yeah, the point and i don't know why you should pay 10 points to get the plasma yeah. when it's just slightly better than i the know ground. it's only slightly better anyway it's it's really weird i mean it's better strength and whatnot blah 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 blah, blah but you know it's d6 rather than flat five um but yeah i don't, yeah. I don't understand no yeah even even in the in the like lists that I made uh, with like Catafron, um, I did not really consider these guys. Sucks. They're ca- they're cool. They're so cool. All right. Um. What's next? Yep. We're we're <laughs> might have to speed up a little bit here, Ricard. But um. Yeah. Still. Still. Yeah, you were do doing that. a good job of giving us giving your thoughts. So keep going, man. <laughs> yeah. Servitors. Twenty eight points for just an infantry unit. Take it if you if you need it. Uh. Yeah. They can be backfield holders. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on. Nothing special Beautiful. about them. <laughs> yeah, Fulgurites down to 15 points. Can't get the 3 up, mm. can't get the 2 up anymore. Can Will get the 4 up when you kill something. Uh, but at 15 points now, uh, not bad if you're going to just do a 20-man with a rise and just deep strike yeah. uh, and charge. And just just so, go, yeah. to, go to actually okay. pop off. They still do model wounds on the charge. Yes. If you have killed a unit, you get model wounds on a 5 on the charge, which is... Kind of nice. They do at that point when you got twenty guys doing fives, so you got like six or seven mortal wounds coming out from there. Then when they attack, you'll do like another twenty. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And they're still good as a, they're still good as a, like counter charger mm. in a in a in a dune rider. They're still they're still good, and now you can do it in in ten minutes. Yeah, I wish I had one more attack. Yeah. I wish I had three attacks. But anyway, mm, absolutely. But uh, the the ability to uh, make people strike mm. last is yeah, really what, fair. what it makes them really really good. But you could also do that. Uh, uh, warlord trait for a tech priest to give them rerolls in combat. So Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's nice. Mm. Yep. Uh, Corpus Kari, they have a new role to allow them to ignore any hit roll or ballistic skill modifier. Otherwise, they're still 15 points. Yep. Uh, and get a just a base minus one AP for mm. all their attacks. So uh, is, is it weird better. that I like these guys almost more than Fulgurites now? Just for like, I feel like five men Corpus Kari are actually pretty mm. handy. Oh, yeah, mm. for sure. Um, 
Yeah, they still have their their places, but uh, Corpuscari can also do lots of damage. Like yeah. you just do a deep striking Corpuscari bomb, and you could even do it, do it in Mars and take that Warlord trait that allows you to deep strike one core Mechanicus unit, and then you have a nice Mortal Wound mm. bomb uh, as well with Wrath of Mars, because uh, you're gonna get up to that volume of shots to benefit fully from yeah. the <laughs> potential to get six Mortal Wounds. Um, next up is the Data Smith. Now I did not see this guy for an entire edition of the game. Is he? <laughs> will I see him now? Yeah, if you have someone who likes their robots, you will. Because uh, if he's within three of a robot, they gain a core keyword, which mm. means you can put all of those buffs that you're probably going to put on the Ballistari if you don't have robots. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's 40 points. He can also be a Holy Order guy. So that's makes that's the cheapest tech priest you can get. So in that case, you could skip the yeah. Dominus and go for Marshalls instead if you're going to run. But if you're going to run robots, I mean, I think they're best in units of five, and then I I would put all the buffs I would put on a Ballistari, I would put on the mm. robots instead. Yeah, I don't think they function together. I don't think you can have the, the, the five Ballistari and the five robots in the same list. But one or the other. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you could do several Ballistari units because you could you could probably keep them out yeah. of range and like do long-range shooting with two units and then have one unit screen them a bit in front and put all the buffs on that. But you don't... I mean, the, the robots, they're not a shooting unit mm-hmm. anymore. You, you can't use it as a backfield shooting unit. You're going to move it up the board and then you want all the defensive buffs on, on them. So I guess then you could use that as your bully unit and then have Ballistari in the yeah. back uh, and try to keep them out of range. So that could work. Uh, but also... GW didn't really think here because if you use the reprogramming action, uh, your aura is going to be turned off so you can't be yes. core anymore. So. Yeah, they need to mm. fix that. But it's so weird. They need to at least clarify because, I mean, the reprogramming pr- happens at the end of your movement phase. And I would imagine since they were core in the command phase, uh, you should be able to at least put the buffs on the first turn. Mm. <laughs> but then the second turn is completed at the end of the next command yeah. phase, which makes the aura not work for the next one. So, nah, GW needs to think that, that for sure. All right, tell me about my... Yes. See, these are two, my two favorite units from the entire book, the Infiltrators and the, the Rust Stalkers. And they have been so <laughs> bad for so long. Um, please tell me a story yeah. different. So at least they went down to 17 points now instead of 20 yeah, that they were yeah. previously. Yeah, And they get uh, just a Phobos Marine mm-hmm. deploy, infiltrate deploy uh, for the infiltrators. Um, you can't reroll wounds or hit rolls against them, so quite a bit more better defensively. Um, but that's about it for infiltrators. So you probably <laughs> use them in smaller units mm. like Mandrakes yeah. uh, if you're running Mars, uh, I think. Yeah, you could run them in a larger unit and give them the strike last relic on yep. the sergeant, but I think Rust Stalkers are better mm. for that because they have the increased. Yeah, like we're gonna see if we move on to Rust Stalkers, they are the same points, but they are a bit more killy. One extra attack and ability to do mortal wounds. Uh, their cord claw option is just crap, so don't take it. <laughs> I don't know what they thought. Just take the it's just better, better and same yeah. cost. Um, they ignore all um, modifiers to the move, yeah? Um, which, yeah. Uh, as and that's rising, really, that's pretty nice. Uh, yeah, and I mean, uh, bye-bye Tanglefoot mm. grenades and stuff like that. So you could actually use them, uh, and you could run through cover. And, and yeah, they, and they get an extra um, one to cover if they're in cover, don't they? So they go up to a two plus in cover, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you add the warlord trait from the Skitari, uh, that gives them light cover and an additional mm. save if they're within cover. So that's two Blah. extra, and then Blah. one extra from here, and then the doctrina. Uh, 
they also go to like one up zero yeah. up saving in in cover. So seventeen points is pretty nice. Three attacks each as well, which can be buffed to an extra one with the stratagem. So they're going to four attacks each. Yeah. Decent profile weapon and one extra yeah. strength. One extra strength as well from a from mm. both. No, not the canticle unless you're running Mars, but from a stratagem uh, and already strength five base. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, with their with the um, transonic blades, and they get sixes to wound on mortals, mm. which you can have, you know, four attacks each, ten, unit of ten. You can do a lot of mortals with that. Um, all right, jump it down up to our dogs and hounds, our raiders and our sulfur hounds. Tell us the <laughs> story. Yeah, the same same costs. So raiders still sixteen, mm -hmm. sulfur hounds still twenty. Raiders, as you all know, went uh, down one wound, but went up one yep. toughness and one uh, to their invo save. So I think it is quite. Balances mm. them out, I guess. It's it's a buff and a Do you agree player. they were too good before? Um, yes, good but I still think they're maybe not too good, but oh, they're still really, still really good. good. Yeah, and <laughs> mostly because I see. I, I one of if I had a pride of this codex, if I had one bet, I would have betted that their move after being declared a charge would be completely removed. It wouldn't be here, but they've still got it. I mean, <laughs> it's a lot better. They've made it not the you know the catch twenty two. Sorry, your whole your whole turns of bust strat. It was no, but the, it's. You can redeclare. Yeah. Um, tell us the rest. But but remember, you can still you can still now now since they they changed the wording of the strat, you can actually you don't have to use it the first exactly. time they're declared anymore. Yeah. So you could actually still do some shenanigans with it. So if someone just declares from twelve inches away, you don't have to. I'll just say no, I won't use yeah. it this time. Uh, so you still you can still do move blocking mm. and all that jazz. Uh, and I'd still include as many as you can spare points for. Agreed. And uh, still have the sh really great shooting, and that can be buffed as well by the manipulators, actually. So you could give them their Gavalic Carbines AP minus yes. two, which is really yep. good against characters and uh, mortal wounds on sixes. I mean, obviously, you could do Wrath of Mars to splash in a few extra mortal wounds mm. there as well. Really nice. And they can have a data tether, so you could actually run a big unit and have all this Guitari buffs. Yep. Uh, so you could have uh, fallback and shoot and uh, all manner of jank and uh, extra save. Yeah. <laughs> Lots yeah. of things. So they're really, really I think useful. they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so Sulfur Hounds gained some range on their Flamer. Uh, Sulfur Breath didn't get the extra range until now. Um, yeah, same stat change. Uh, same change to their Red Saturation Aura. So decreasing strength as well. So And you can actually uh, shoot your Carbine now if you decide to buy it. But it's still too mm. cheap for giving up your two pistols. So mm, yeah, same, pretty much yeah, the same as they pretty they much are one of the only units that stayed exactly kind of the same as it was. Yeah, everything else has changed slightly. I mean, they got the same um, toughness for two wounds now that they were. They were toughness three, three wounds. Yeah, and they also have access to the auto advancing mm. strat. I think that uh, you can do on Ballistar as well. Yeah, cool. But nothing, nothing really special about them except for that. Uh, so sterilizers next up. So yeah, you all know about the broken combo that they can just be invisible yeah. as long as you have Legit. CP. That's probably gonna change. I can't see that staying. Well, I mean, it's gonna be either like escalating command point cost each time you use it, or yes, something. All I need to do is just say you can't come on and leave in the same turn, and it's fixed. Done. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, and exactly. that's all I need to do, and that's all mm. I should do, because otherwise it's a great strat. Uh, yeah, for sure, because then you can just keep them in a in a transport, and then they are on the, on the table already, and you can just move out, shoot, charge, Being, and, then and but you get to do it away. once, and then next turn you come back, you have to stay mm. on the whole turn, and next next turn you can go up. Doing it doing it yeah. once is fine. Exactly. Being able to do it five turns out of five turns just seems absurd. Mm. But yeah, mm. they're still these are still amazing, right? 
Yeah, but they received received some nerfs actually to their damage output. So Traxy Talons, I mean, they don't have the they get plus one attack yep. now, but they don't get plus one strength anymore when they mm. charge, and that was it quite was, key. Really, I think, it was. Because, I mean, giving them strength five, you could then do Canticles for strength six, and 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 do things like that. You can obviously still buff them with plus one strength mm. from the Skitari strat, uh, but. Nah, they fell out a bit in uh, favor for me, uh, actually. There you go. Not being able to just jump, jump up when you want to. Uh, nah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure wow. about these guys because I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna receive a nerf to. Well, yeah. If they, if so you're saying uh, you're saying that assuming they broke our strat, that is not what makes them an auto include gets changed. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Then uh, um, nah, I don't. The do unit I've never I've it never seen sense. this unit on the table, but Sky Stalkers apparently exist. They're like um. Mm, they're worse now. They're like they, pyrovores. They, I'm not sure they, pyrovores actually exist. Um, but you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah. So they lost their arc grenades to be able to mm. drop them uh, over stuff, and it was made into a crappy stratagem. So no, uh, these are really bad. We can't skip them. Uh, they can they can fall back and shoot, and that's new for them. And the, the sterilizers can fall back and charge, which is good, and they can still trap stuff in combat. So I guess yeah, I guess I might give sterilizers another go. They, they still have some utility there with uh, trapping things in mm. combat and, and everything. But the Sky Stalkers, no. There's there's other ways to to get up to that volume of shots that you want to use Wrath of Mars, for example. Yeah. Just your base guitar, mm. really. So. Mm, or nah. tell us about the auto include possible best thing in the book. Yes, the Iron Strider Ballistari still at sixty five points. Crazy. Even though they gained they gained a point of save and all their guns God. got. Way I, I can't believe they stayed the same points. Is where I'm at at the moment. I'm, no. not, I'm not. I'm fine with them. Yeah. This being like the the flagship crazy ass unit um but the reason the why they didn't they should have gone up 10 points if they went up 10 points it would all be okay 65 points for what yep. they bring is insane yep it is just take as many as your wallet can exactly handle, right really. because you don't like I, I was i was speaking to other guys like oh, so you, you just take a unit of five here, and they're like yeah and then another unit of five and then a unit of two and you're like okay so you're taking 12 of these and like <laughs> yeah they're that good yeah, or just 15. I mean, they're, they're even that good. Yeah. Why, Why not? not? I mean, you probably don't want them in units of six because then the plasma inceptors will eat That's them up. True. But yeah. Units of yeah. five. Units of five is, is not bad. And also, I'm considering doing mixed units so that you have like three out cannons and two last cannons. Because then, if you have like extra rerolls or something, then you can do that. And you have a bit more utility. And I mean, three, <laughs> three with auto cannons, that's still. 18 I know, shots. I know. And a unit, a unit of five used to be 20. Well, I j- so there's still 18 shots for I three was, now. So I was you- joking about how, it's like, if you had a unit, of, let's say you had a max unit of six, all with auto cannons, I would just sit in here just plugging mm-hmm. with my mates. How many, if, like, how many, um, you know, Drakari raiders do you kill in a turn? And the answer is as many as they have. It's <laughs> literally as many <laughs> as they've got. Because uh, technically, yep. each one, each Ballastari can kill a raider. Six shots, strength seven, oh, minus yeah. one, two damage, and you can buff the bejesus out mm. of this. And this is what breaks my brain their core. They are core. Mm. Um, mm. Their core yep. breaches and destroys art. <laughs> no, no. I guess it's because it's actually a little Skitari man it sitting is. on top of a machine. Right. So it, that's why. <laughs> Fair. Uh, no, but you just uh, at least include one. I mean, the way we can talk more about that uh, in mm. the second, like how you go about, how you build your list to maximize around them, yeah. these things. Like what's, what's the process? Like what's the first thing you think about when you're going to build a new admec list? So we're going to go through that mm. in the se- second step. And then what's the second thing? What's yeah. the third thing? And so on. The process. Really. Beautiful. Tell us about my... These are my second favorite things. Apart from the Sakarians, my next one is the Dragoons because nothing gets my giblets more excited than literally a guy <laughs> with a lance on a on a me- mechanical chicken, apparently. 
Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, but I mean, they are like the Ballistari, but they don't shoot. So they're still core. Yeah. You can do them in large units. You can buff the shit out of them. Uh, they're still reasonably cheap, 70 points per model with the lance. So yeah, they're brilliant. And uh, minus one to hit them in combat and in shooting mm. is really good. Yeah. And since they have the, the um, data tether keyword, you can buff them from wherever mm-hmm. with your, uh, not not the reroll ones to hit and, sh- and, and shoot and to wound, but all the Skitari abilities like fall back and charge. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that's not the Skitari ability, sorry. So mm-mm. you need to actually have some buff characters near yeah. them uh, for the Holy, Holy Order Warlord traits too. To kick off. Fall back and charge, but, but I mean, fall back and charge with these guys is quite. I tasty. agree. Um, they're um, they are amazing harassing units. I'm not sure. I'm not sure you want a big unit of these, but mm. like two units of two of them, if you wanted to take them, I think is really nice. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. But I, I just think that uh, yeah, Balistar is better because yeah, same profile. You just can mm. use damage from afar is so it, good. It, but four attacks and a taser strategy, so, as well as the mortal wounds on the charge. I mean, if you have a big unit, that's at least five or four mortal wounds on the charge. Mm. So it's it's not bad for one. So I just just um, want to just want to point something out to everybody. Yeah. Um, so uh, Sedonian Dragoon comes in at fifty five, and then you pay fifteen for the Taser Lance. It goes up to seventy. An Australia Ballastari comes in at sixty five with the Auto Cannon, and you pay ten points for the Laz Cannon. So for five points more than a Dragoon, you get <coughs> essentially the best shooting unit in the game. Or if you don't want the Laz Cannons for five points less, you have you know, if 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 an auto cannon, <laughs> if auto cannon is the profile you want, you have a cheaper unit. That's the best shooting unit in the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and let, let me also take you, tell you what makes Ballistari the best is that the only weakness they used to have is that you could like charge them and tag yeah. them, and they had to mm. shoot like into combat. I mean, now they they can fall back and yeah. shoot. They have so much access to fall mm-hmm. back and shoot. So the only weakness, and also that they were a bit like paper thin yeah. uh, when you shot them, and now they are beefier yep. and you can buff one unit with like ignore minus one and two ap if you're lucius so given transhuman mm-hmm. i mean they're just so good because their durability went up and that was their yes. only weakness really and their output went up for no no point, point cost, cost. It, it, their output just went through the roof because the d3 plus three on the order can- on the um last cannons is just amazing anyway castellan robots tell us the story we've already talked about castellan robots quite a bit but give us a little a synopsis yeah, so, I mean, it's really about the battle protocols. They have the three protocols as usual. They start in ages, which gives them you a plus one to your save, or a save characteristic of two up, really. Uh, and I think that's where you want to mm. be for them. I don't think you want to give them the ballistic skill three, because that's one improvement of ballistic skill at the, the cost of one save. Yeah. And that's never and if you've use- got if you've got core keyword on these guys, if you're taking these guys, you should be taking a Dartsmith, right? Well, if you're taking enough of them, you should be taking a Dartsmith. Mm. So you can put enough rerolls on them that the blister skills not... Yeah, at least reroll yeah. one uh, and, and some, some stuff. Uh, so, yeah, for sure. Um, so just probably keep them in, in that mm. protocol. The problem is they... I mean, and, and that's the problem with all... If you're going to... Like, what's what's the... <laughs> how do you beat uh, Admech? I would say Meltas. Because Meltas kill your chickens, Meltas mm. kill your robots, Meltas kill your planes. Uh, of course, you need to be able to deal with the Skitari hordes as well, but melt us for everything. Yeah, else. it's kind of pulling you into polarities, and we'll talk about that more in part two. But um, yeah, is that all you want to say about Castellan robots? Yeah, um, one hundred and five points. Build them as a balance with one fist, one one phosphor, and a flamer, and either deep strike them in with Lucius. Uh, that's the only way to actually give them a forward mm-hmm. push. 
Uh, or or as Metallica, so they have an auto-advanced six strategy that you can oh, yeah. use for the first That's, turn or so yeah. to give, give them up, get them up the field. Uh, and then Metallica has loads of nice strategies mm. that you can actually use on these guys uh, to debuff and. I have and, I haven't uh, heard of them being taken as Metallica. Yeah, I've heard about Riser, Lucius, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, you're right. Metallica has tons of good stuff. All right. Um, mm. First is the toaster tanks. Tell us the story. Yep, 145 points now, so five points down, which gave them buffed stubbers, but minus one strength on the Belros energy cannon. And no really access to rerolls outside of Mars and uh, the extra mm. canticles. So a bit sad, but I mean this this makes them able to operate a bit more like on their yeah. own. So you could actually deploy them like far out on a flank, and they can be be useful on their own in a, in a different way. Um, I mean, indirect fire is still good. Strength five, yeah, sure, but it's still a, it's still nice. So you're still gonna use it. Mm. It's gonna be really useful against all those Drakari witches and stuff Agreed. hanging around behind. Mm, Agreed, man. <laughs> behind yeah, line absolutely. Of and the um, so as you don't know, the stub has changed. They went to assault four, and I think before they were heavy three. Yeah. Yep. So you've got twelve stubber shots in this guy now uh, at assault. So you can advance yep. and, and shoot him up. I think that's what cognis is now. Cognis just means assault on vehicles. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. All right. We have the Crab Walker now, the Onaga Dune Crawler. So I particularly, <coughs> I love the Dune Crawler, and I still love the Dune Crawler. But man, it fell out of favor really hard. Mm. Well, um, I kind of like the damage two change to their uh, phosphor. Yeah, I mean heavy heavy eight is is quite nice actually. Uh, I would probably so try, which one's that? That's the that uh, heavy phosphor blast. That's heavy. So range thirty six, heavy eight, um, strength six minus two, two damage, and ignores dense cover. It's essentially like a baby riptide gun <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, i mean it's 115 points so it's quite mm. cheap uh it could could try it out if you'd like to i don't know it doesn't have any cogniz weapons outside the stubber otherwise it could be nice in a forge world that gave rerolls yeah. but no um so you don't you i don't think you'll see yeah, too I don't much. Think you see him. yeah the neutron laser um only having d3 shots still bothers me i thought it would go up to mm. you know 2d3 yeah. or uh, like even even yeah, even sure. a you know D6 or 2D6 mm. take the highest, but yeah, just having D3 shots on that profile. Like, how many points yeah. is that? You take two Bellastari with LAS it, cannons? It costs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> For sure. No, Bellastari are better because they are core and you can exactly, buff their right. survivability better. Mm. Dune Rider went down to 95, got a lot of extra stubbers. So, I guess a net win there, but no more disembark safely stratagem, mm. which is a shame. Uh, and also, like being able to give something the data tether keyword yep. in your command phase when you have stuff inside of yourself that you can't give it to is just a bit <laughs> silly. Couldn't they just said you can give it to any unit that's yeah, embarked, embarked well. or in yeah yeah because because really being able to like give the data tether ability that's only useful for like infiltrators, mm -hmm. rust stalkers, really only those two because they are the only core unit that don't have access yeah. to it. Yeah, uh, and the ponies as well. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, and the, the Taraxi. So there's tons but, uh, of stuff. So, no, yeah. <laughs> there are, there is really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we've got the three turkeys, the three flying turkeys. Uh, mm -hmm. Go for it. Yeah. So the first one, the Transvector, uh, went down. I think ten points or something. I'm not sure. I think it did. Uh, it's got all amazing m amounts of stubbers. Uh, <laughs> so Sixteen stubber shots, as well as the bomber. So it's not bad that way, and you can do some crazy combined landing shenanigans to actually land a larger unit than you are supposed to uh, as a 
drop pod, really. So it should work in the first turn as well. Nice. Yep. I guess. So yeah, it can, it can still transport yeah. six infantry units. If model, uh, yep. model, you can six combine infantry it models, to, not units. Sorry. You can combine it to, to, to 12 if you have two. Uh, this also means you can actually have more than six flyers in the list if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> because you can uh, include two for one, one slot. That's cool. Um, but only once, I guess, because you can only have three of the same. So... Nah, um, still on the fence yeah, on this one. We'll see if someone comes up with uh, some nice uh, first turn uh, shenanigans. But I mean, it's only a squad of 12, so I guess the worst you could do is 12 LA Fulgurites, mm. and that's not even half as scary as it used to be. Um, it's still good, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just throwing it mm. away, and you won't, they won't have the staying power that they used to have. So I mm. don't mind the Stratoraptor. No, um, it went up ten points, which I think is fair. Uh, and for that we got, we got, yeah, yeah, it's what the Ballistari should have <laughs> done as well. Uh, so the last cannons were buffed, extra stubber shots, a slight nerf to the heavy phosphor. I think it's better to ignore light cover than to ignore Same. dense cover, which it does yeah. now. Um, but yeah, it's still good. Mobile firepower, and in that forge world, that gives you rerolls for the cognis weapon. It's still yeah, not the phosphor, but the last cannons and the mm, stubbers. Still it's a lot good. of mileage. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And the same with the Fuselave. Uh, lots of extra stubbers and bombs vehicles with 60, 6 now instead of 3. So a clear improvement, of course. Yes. For no points no cost. No points all. cost. Just <laughs> better. Just better, better, better. Does this guy still turn yeah. off? These guys still turn off auras and stuff? Yeah, as long as you keep the antenna instead of the shaft yeah. launcher. Uh, but only that strategy only works on one unit and not the source. Yeah, oh, that's right. But it actually make, makes you can't really protect the source uh, or the unit mm. anymore then. I mean, you could protect the source just having layers around it so you couldn't turn it off. But now you can actually turn it off for the unit where it matters. Uh, yeah, exactly that's right. I, that's important. right, because I talked about you, you don't turn off rights of war, but you turn off a unit's ability to have rights of war, um, so to speak. Exactly. Awesome. Well, dude, that actually brings us to the end. That is it. We have talked about every yeah. unit. We've talked about every strat, every wall of trade, everything, everything, everything. Um, give us your, give us your yeah. wrap-up thoughts. Give us, a, give us a minute or two on just how you feel about this book, your gut feeling. and. How emotional you are! Tear rolls down your cheek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just about like uh, finding, uh, like just read it, read it, read it a lot of times, and and try and build lists. Um, you say that. Play yeah, as do well, you say that because but, this book yeah. is especially deep? Like we talk about deep books, but this yes. one is a new level of depth. And yeah, it took me it took me a couple more days to actually. Like digest mm. it than it usually does. Yeah, I mean, we talked. I talked about the Drakari book being deep, and is as in you can make a case for every unit mm -hmm. being usable. Um, but yep. you, you can make almost the same case, but it's not so clear about how you go about it because so many different things no. give so many different buffs and layers and things. And mm. then you got to worry about things competing with each other for the same stuff and like mm. null annulling things out. So yeah, it's going to take a while. I think like it's. It, you know, we, we it didn't take Drakari very long to get to like what we think of as as the best list for them out of that book straight away. I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if it takes a couple of months for this one to coalesce into like a best build or a best couple of builds. Yeah, we'll see. Because currently the top two contenders is Guitari spam, like base troop yeah. spam, uh, as well as like Ballistari spam, and the flyers are still really good. Mm. So like a flyer build, a Ballistari build, and a more balanced build, I guess, yeah. which actually has some large uh, Skitari units in it. I think that's the three different... 
And then you could also splash in Risa detachment just to get the deep striking Fulgurite bomb or mm. whatever you like. So you could also do like nice combinations. The problem is that as long as you start dipping into several detachments, you're going to be really strapped for yeah. grand points because you're already going to buy uh, some extra relics and warlord traits. Mm. So, but but I have found found some kind of a like process for going about building lists. Yeah, book, beautiful. Which I'm gonna share in the in the next. Well, step, that's a good as a segue, segue as we're gonna get. Um, on top of hearing <laughs> the amazing musings of Mr. Ricard Nilsson, the the rest of the part two for this week is gonna also have about ten to fifteen to twenty minutes from both Mark Hotel and Dan Savage encapsulating mm. their thoughts, their lists, and their concepts moving forward with this book. So tune in for the hot takes there over on the art of war 40k.com or the patreon but please i was trying to steer people towards the website so jump on there support us and support all the other amazing things art of war does on that note mr ricard where can they catch you and your other the other things that you do the for the facebook pages etc yeah so it's just uh, the competitive pure adeptus mechanicus page really uh post anything there because i mean it's the community is what makes it great it's not that i know everything and write everything that's true there it's just you know, everyone contributes. So right there, contribute. Everyone else we comp- contribute. You will get a whole hive mind mm. of knowledge instead of just uh, one person. Agreed. Really. So. My man, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us. I think, we've, I think we did a great yeah. job hitting this cover to cover. Appreciate, appreciate <laughs> your time. Appreciate your depth. And dude, see you on the next one. Yeah, see you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Art of War Down Under. A content review podcast for Warhammer 40K. Hosted by Adam Camilleri. Produced by Seamus Ronan. Enjoyed the show? Want your lists reviewed and the content you heard put into practice? Sign up to our Patreon and connect with us online or on Facebook. Just search for Art of War Down Under. Signing out from tomorrow.